You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, and welcome to a special edition of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Frenchley for Wahoo's 24-7. And it felt like a right time to have an emergency podcast. Virginia basketball fell to Duke 65-61, to despite Kihei Clark having a career night scoring 25 points and hitting six triples. Honestly, Clark was who kept the Cavaliers in the game. Those triples coming in handy, especially when the rest of the team were shooting 3 of 15 in that first half. This team has struggled throughout the year. Well, honestly, struggled in the beginning of the year. Those two early season losses to Navy and James Madison are still haunting the Cavaliers. When you think about the NCAA tournament, the game against the Blue Devils on Wednesday night was big. The loss is not going to hurt their resume, but it certainly won't help it. The one big question, though, there you can't doubt that Virginia is playing their best basketball all season. Jaden Gardner and Reese Beekman are playing so well defensively. Gardner on Wednesday night had a great night against Benchero. Benchero finished 2 of 13 and scored a season low of 8 points. He missed all 3 of his 3-pointers in the win over Virginia, and that's a lot to do with what Gardner has been able to do. Gardner has been playing his best defense In the last few weeks, he is finally comfortable in the pack line defense. He's finally comfortable and he's finally gelled with his new teammates. Remember, prior to these new transfer rules, a lot of the transfers benefited from sitting out a year under Tony Bennett because they got to learn a little bit about how to play in the pack line defense. Now, Armand Franklin and Gardner didn't really have a chance to do that. They were kind of just thrown into the fire. So the question is, when the committee is looking at the teams, and when you're looking at all the teams that are on the bubble or just out, the first four out, or the next four out, who is going to be ahead of who? Are they going to look at the early season losses? Are going to look at the whole body of work? Or are they going to look at what's been happening the last few weeks? What's weighs more? Will the early season losses weigh more than the big wins? Virginia has a couple of good quad one wins against Providence and obviously against Duke, but those losses against JMU and Navy are lurking. So we decided that we needed to bring in an expert to kind of help us figure things out. And here to help us with the bigger picture on where Virginia is heading into NCAA tournament season, we bring in college basketball expert Jerry Palm. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me on. It's always good to... uh to talk to uh, Virginia fans. So Coach K at the end of the game yesterday said that there was no question that in his mind, Virginia is an NCAA tournament team and it'll be a sin if UVA was not in the tournament. 
when you hear a remark like that, what is, do you agree with him or do you think it's, uh, Virginia is not a tournament team? Well, I mean, that's just Coach K pandering to his audience, you know, uh, and he doesn't know anything about, he, he, what has he ever been on the bubble? I guess maybe the one pandemic year perhaps, but, you know, it's uh, it's not something that uh, is really in his area of expertise. No, Virginia's got a lot of problems in terms of trying to make the NCAA tournament. Um, obviously, he's seen in person two good performances by Virginia, one a victory at their place and then one a narrow loss at Virginia. So, but he hasn't seen Virginia all year. Uh, Virginia's got four really bad losses and it's going to be hard to overcome that. And simply beating Duke at Duke uh, and also a nice win over Providence isn't really enough uh, to overcome that right now. It's too many losses, too many bad losses. And, but the biggest problem is how do you get the games you need to make up for it in an ACC that is, can, just can't be said any other way. This is a historically bad ACC. There is an enormous gap between Duke and the second best team in this league, at least in terms of bracket, uh, and that's Notre Dame, who's a uh, eight, nine seed kind of team. Uh, maybe Miami gets in, yeah, you know, and I don't know who else. Uh, I guess if Carolina gets hot, maybe they get in. But you know, the problem is, if you need quality wins, there's only one team you can beat that's going to give you the kind of win that you need to really juice your resume. And that's Duke. And, you know, pretty soon you run out of chances to play Duke. So in your opinion, even if Virginia wins the ACC tournament or has a nice, let's say they win out the regular season and they have a nice run the ACC tournament, unless they face Duke and beat Duke, it's going to be hard for UVA to get into the tournament. Right. Because, what, but the games that they're winning are avoiding further damage to an already damaged resume, right? But unless you beat Duke, then, you know, how are you adding something that is significantly positive? So, and, you know, people talk about, well, how far do we have to go in the conference tournament? That's not really the question. The question is, who did you beat to get how far you went? And then who ultimately beat you? And for Virginia or North Carolina or Wake Forest or whoever, you know, that really needs to get something uh, to added po- that's really positive for their resume to get the committee's attention. Duke is the only way you can do it, beating Duke. So when you're trying to figure out which teams are in this bracket, is it really about the bad losses more so than the quad one wins? Like what what's weighed more in this? There, there isn't weighed more. They're all the same, you know. So it really kind of depends on who you're looking at compared to each other and what stands out. So sometimes it's strength of schedule. Sometimes it's the quality of the wins that stands out or the losses that are different. Sometimes uh, it's, uh, you know, how you played away from home. You know, there, there are a lot of things that, that can stand out in any given comparison, but one thing isn't necessarily more important than any other. It's really, you know, how do you compare to the teams that you are being compared with uh, in the committee's room? And how much does the, I guess, the eye test really play a factor in this or about when when teams are getting hot? I know that's that's something that Virginia fans have, you know, questioned. You know, UVA obviously had a poor start. No one's disagreeing with that, obviously, with James Madison and Navy losses. But in the last few weeks, they have shown drastic improvement and they've had picked up some big wins. 
does that factor into the decision or really is it about, you know, there it's pretty clear cut. They need to go and win out the regular season and hopefully beat Duke in the tournament. Well, I'll, I'll deal with, I guess, kind of the last part first. The, um, the how you are playing now doesn't matter. The entire season, it's date independent. It, the, the November and December games count just as much as January and February. That's been the case for almost 15 years. It didn't always be, it wasn't always that way, but it has been for 15 years. And the reason for that is teams like Gonzaga um, and the other better non-majors usually have to prove themselves in November and December. And if you have a system that devalues those games, you're not being fair to them. So the fact that Virginia might be playing better now is the only reason we're talking about them at all. But the fact that they're playing better now just means that they're improving their resume now not the fact that they're actually playing better now. That alone is not a thing. So and when it comes to the ACC conference, obviously Duke is going to make the NCAA tournament. There's no doubt about that one. But which other team do you feel like could make the NCAA tournament if you look at the bigger picture? Well, the, the next four teams in terms of, you know, I guess in order right now of the quality of their resumes are Notre Dame, Miami, Wake Forest, and North Carolina. Uh, Virginia and Virginia Tech are a little further out, far enough out that I'm not confident that they can just play their way in with the way that they have played over the course of the season. Uh, but, you know, North Carolina is weird because they've got uh, seven quad one losses all to tournament teams. And I think they, they've got a quad one win now, but it's like the road game against Virginia Tech, which is, you know, not a tournament team. So it just goes to show you that not all quad one wins are the same. but for about up until about a week and a half ago, the best thing you could say about North Carolina was they didn't have any bad losses. Then they lost at home to Pitt. So now what do you have to say that's really good about them? Well, you know, they beat Michigan and that that's a team that might make the tournament, but that's really about it. So now they get another shot at Duke at, at the end of the regular season. And then obviously the conference tournament, but North Carolina is not likely to be the only the second team ever to get into the NCAA tournament without a win over anyone else in the field. So right now they're rooting pretty hard for Michigan or they need to beat someone one of these other tournament teams on their way in. Wake Forest has got a terrible schedule and not enough quality wins really to make up for it yet, although they, you know, they've got to take 68 teams, so somebody's getting in. Uh, Miami has got some nice wins, uh, some stupid losses, but uh, it's, they've been more consistent. Uh, than some of the other teams in this league. And actually, Notre Dame has been the most consistent of the bunch. Uh, they also have a non-conference win over Kentucky, which is huge because uh, they haven't beaten Duke yet. Uh, neither has Wake or Carolina, but Miami did. And uh, and Notre Dame's got the win over Kentucky. And that's, that's a big reason why those two have kind of separated themselves from the rest of the league. It's kind of funny when you think about it that all these ACC teams just want to face off Duke so they can guarantee a spot in an NCAA tournament. Well, that doesn't even guarantee it because Virginia and Florida State beat them too, and neither one of them are that close to the bracket, but you wouldn't be talking about them at all, especially Virginia. Florida State's pretty far out. You wouldn't be talking about them at all if they hadn't beaten Duke. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jerry, for breaking everything down. I know this answers a lot of the questions that UVA fans have asked about what do their chances look like for the tournament. So I appreciate it. If you like what you're hearing, you like what information I'm bringing, but also the interviews that we have on the show, make sure you subscribe to our podcast uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. We're available on both Spotify and Apple right now. And we also have clips of our interviews on our YouTube channel. 
So make sure you hit the bell so you're notified whenever a new episode is up um, and subscribe. Uh, that way you can see our new videos as we post. The idea that we have for the YouTube channel will not only include podcasts, but moving forward, we might have new content that we'll be posting on YouTube. So thanks again for everyone, and I hope you guys have a good rest to your week. CBS Friday, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. You speak. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.